You can buy Mario themed sex toys and Pokemon themed sex toys. Well, we won't be talking about that today, but I do want to talk about something very serious. You know how they found that truck of dead bodies in England? Yes. I have a different story. Quote Karina Heish, Cosmopolitan, published on November 12, 2019, which in real time, guys, is today. Our journalism is on point. Over $1 million worth of sex toys were stolen from a truck mm. in England. The local police posted about the incident on Facebook, where it's been met with loads of amused commenters. The truck was supposed to deliver the shipment to sex toy company Rocks Off Limited. The sex toy company is called Rocks Off. And if you have insider info about the heist, you can contact the authorities. But some motherfuckers in North Captainshire, England, stole a million dollars of sex toys yesterday morning. I don't even know what you do with that many dildos. Yeah. So if you're in England and you see some really well-priced vibrators, they're stolen goods. Don't buy them. You're yeah, better than that. That's a lot of Yeah, that's a lot of vibrators. And how do you resell that many I vibrators? Genuinely do not know. Like don't don't do that. Go, don't. But yes, so it may be you are a criminal <laughs> who recently has come into a lot of vibrators for some reason. I don't know. I'm not judging. Maybe you are the partner of someone who has a sketchy job that you're not sure what they do, but you're both British in Northamptonshire which I don't know what your accent sounds like, or I would make fun of it. And you're like, my boyfriend brought back all of these fucking dildos. And what are we going to do with this many dildos? There's such a stigma around the dildos. 25% of our listeners come from the UK. And I believe we've now lost 25% of our listeners. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry to see you go. If my accent is on point, please let me know. And if it's bad... I don't know. Write us hate mail. Whatever. We'll masturbate to it. We've talked about it. This is the perfect episode. Yep. We'll we'll use our new toys on it, you know? (laughs) We'll use our Black Friday vibrators to masturbate to your hate mail. (laughs) But maybe maybe your boyfriend is a criminal and he stole a bunch of dildos and now you are getting only dildos for Christmas and you're like, I don't really know what to do with this because, uh... There's a huge stigma around sex toys and like, aren't they going to like replace my partner or my partner will replace me? Are there for people who are bored with regular sex and like, I shouldn't need an aid to get off, but also like, can't your pussy just like stop feeling things if you use a vibrator too much? Mm. No, none of that's fucking true. And I'm here to talk to you about it. And Amanda, feel free to jump in with your opinions. Oh, absolutely. You know it. This is coming from um, actually one of my new favorite sources for our content, uh, sluttygirlproblems.com. I really relate relate to their mission. From an article called Sex Toy Shame and Overcoming the Stigma from September of this year. Guys, this is relevant. People are talking about it. People are stealing dildos. People are writing about stigma. That was cute. And we are an we are a podcast all about reducing stigma on mm. sexy things. So maybe you're like toys are for people that are like bored with sex. Like, oh my god, I can just have sex with my partner and like enjoy it, and that's fine. I'm not. I don't need to be a freak. No, sex toys are fun. You use them on yourself. You use them on others. You know how back in millennia ago, we would farm and dig with our bare hands as early humans starting up societies? And then we invented the hoe. 
it's quite literally the same transgression. Uh, you go from using your hands to using something more efficient than your hands. We don't shame farmers for using plows. Why should anybody shame you for a dual action dildo? Yeah. If you shame people for using sex toys, you hate the American farmer. Just saying. You have a point. Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) Think about it. Myth number two. Orgasms from toys replace partnered sex or motivate you less to partner up Hmm. during sex. Guess what? What? Vibrators don't look like penises for a reason. And when they do, they're given as gag gifts. That's because it's an entirely different thing. I don't pull out any kind of item because I could be like, well, I could invite someone over or I could masturbate. They are totally two different Mm -hmm. experiences. This person who gets mad about like, or who gets weird about like using a toy instead of having sex is also the person who gets mad at their boyfriend for masturbating when they exist. True. So if you, no, guys, guys, no, no, no. I'm not even, I'm not going to validate any of this behavior with, with that much explanation. You need to be better. You need to do better. Vibrators are different than dicks. Myth number three. You shouldn't need sexual aids to get off. Well, I shouldn't need medicine to have my serotonin function properly. But here we are. Yeah. I'm just going to have lots of metaphors, guys. Like, there are plenty of people who who struggle with orgasms due to anatomy and medication and the side effects of said medication or have difficulty masturbating. Um, This one specifically calls out carpal tunnel or another disability, which is literally the plot line of Grace and Frankie, Jane Fonda, and... Fuck. She's Miss Frizzle. I know she's Miss Frizzle. Grace and Frankie uh, literally develop a vibrator for old ladies that is good for their joints and, like, doesn't cause any, like, arthritic pain. That's literally their business model. So there are plenty of reasons that people might use a sexual aid that have nothing to do with the fact that they're, like, don't need a partner, don't want a partner, or need to supplement a partner. Like, leave everybody alone. Stop being judgy. And to quote this article, dildos have evidently been around for thousands of years. So what's more natural than that? Yeah. Which I love. I love that. We're backing up (laughs) dildos with history. Number four, you can become desensitized with vibrators. This is not entirely untrue. You can kind of like overdo it, but not forever. You know, like... I can't even come up with a good metaphor for this. But using, like, something like a magic wand or something very, very intense, you can by all means, like, Mm kind of go too far and be like, okay, I need to take a break, which is fine. People do that with shit all the time. Taking a break does not mean that it's a bad thing. Use it in moderation. Fuzzy vibrations are not like penises. They're not going to replace penises because penises – Mm-hmm. are attached to people. That's different. I do fully recommend the magic wand, and we'll get to that as well. But prolonged stimulation can lead to mild temporary numbness. However, you're not going to, like, blow your clit off with a vibrator. Calm down, true. old lady. You're <laughs> no, going to blow your clit off with a vibrator. I was agreeing. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> there yes. it goes. My clit's just gone. I pulverized it with my Hitachi magic wand. Hey, I hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. I hate it. Myth number five. This is a good one. Guys who use toys are just weird. So in college, um, this is – I hadn't even thought about this in context to this episode actually until now – in college, I worked for the newspaper and I did like mm-hmm. campus engagement marketing with the writers of the newspaper. Okay. So we 
would brainstorm ideas of how to get people reading the newspaper and more involved in the social media, doing anything to help this dying brand. And so I came up with the progeny for the 50 Worst States podcast. I came up with the Worst States Valentine's Day contest where people would submit the worst state they've ever been on and we would pick the winner and give you a prize. My entire life has been about hearing people's horror stories, guys. The fact that this podcast exists is really not that surprising. So we ended up giving out three prizes. There was two for a like penis person and a vagina person. And then there was a, because like, I don't know, their gender identity or whatever. And then there was also like a like cutest couples contest. So like we, t- people took pictures and sent us like how cute they were. And then there was like a date night package. So the date night package was like a DVD and a bunch of stuff. And then at the last moment, the local sex shop sent us in a bunch mm. of shit to put into these gift bags. And suddenly Patricia's, who I'd written radio ads for that went, like Patricia's, <laughs> da, 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 da. and then I ta- like literally the ad said something to the effect of like, "Are you going to shop the April Fool and Around sale?" It was gross and hilarious, and I loved it. Also, coincidentally, where I bought that Amazing. vibrator, that uh, my first vibrator. So they sent us this box of shit. I had literally never seen this many sex toys or sex mm-hmm. paraphernalia's in my entire life. So I had the distinct pleasure of opening up everything and trying to figure out which package it went in because I was not as woke as I am today, Mm -hmm. three or four years ago. So I did accidentally in the women's or like vagina person box, uh, I did accidentally put a pocket pussy in there because I didn't know what it was. And there were two of them. So I didn't know how many pocket pussies does one young penis person need. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So we gave the couple like some DVDs. One was like the notebook. Another was like raunchy (laughs) night in Vegas volume four and some condoms. Everybody got condoms. Everybody got a bunch of lube (laughs) and we gave like a little like mini vibe Mm -hmm. to the vagina person and that by accident that pocket pussy and then a pocket pussy and DVDs to the penis person. And everyone was like, oh my God, Katie, you had to do that. Oh my God, isn't it gross? And like people made fun of the like stuff meant for mm-hmm. a penis person. I, I want to say dude, but I'm, I'm trying to be person. woke, guys. I'm a trying person. really hard. Like penis person is great. I love that phrase. But like, oh my god, like dudes are so gross. All oh, this is so gross. Oh my god. But they were like, I worked with a bunch of women who were like low key, a little like jealous of whoever was mm-hmm. getting the like vibrator and everything. So, in this weird way, well, in a world where women are supposed to be these pure creatures and we're supposed to be unaware of sex, but we're also so sp- supposed to be sex kittens, it's way more okay for us to mm-hmm. use sexual aids than it is for men or people with penises. And that's so yeah. fucking unfair because, oh my God, if some, if a piece of plastic is better than your hands on your altogether of a vagina and everything, why wouldn't it be better for a dude or a person with a penis? Why are we judging them that hard? And it was so sad, and I, like, genuinely didn't know what that pocket pussy was, but I'm sad that, like, I didn't give that person their two pocket (laughs) pussies because they goddamn deserved them. His date was, like, somebody literally vomited on him and, like, it got in his shoes or something. It was horrible. No, thank you. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. So what I'm trying to say, guys, is if you're listening to this today and you're like, oh, my God, giggle, giggle, sex toys. Sex toys are cool. I'm not going to judge you if you use them. I'm not going to judge you if you don't. But, like, don't yuck anybody's yum. I I have yucked other people's yum in this regard, and I have, like, genuinely made fun of them for probably other reasons deep down. But, like, I regret that now. Like, I don't Mm – let people live their damn lives. 
let people be who they want, let people explore their sexuality in however way they want, label themselves however they want, because it's really Mm -hmm. inconsequential at the end of the day. And what anybody has in their bedside drawer, bedside drawer does not fucking affect you. Unless you're getting fucked with it. And that can be really fun. (laughs) So that is my high horse of the day. It was, I mean, it's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, fuck that shame. Fuck that weirdness. And yeah, our next step in this journey of sex toy stuff. So yeah, now now that we've kind of talked about how not to stigmatize sex toys and just kind of and that's something that's something that I think a lot of people deal with with like I think especially as women like you know there's people who yeah think that if they use it it's not good and I've I've dealt with that personally of like should I bring it up but it's like I love my vibrator my vibrator mm-hmm. gives me fantastic orgasms to give me really great orgasms I typically like I don't orgasm from penetration only you know most, most people, people don't. don't so I'm very much so clitoral stimulation through and through honey and me like my own fingers like they don't usually do the trick so I should yeah it's just it's bullshit to think that like it's not like it doesn't mean the sex isn't good it just it's a way to spice it up yeah make it spicy you know make it spicy because it's a good fucking time yes. so with that we're gonna kind of talk about how how do you when you're sleeping with someone how do you bring up sex toys unless you're just like super open and chill and that's great and even if you are uh you might still excuse me yeah. i'm yawning magoo over here you might still be Ooh. like hesitant to you know say anything so how how do we have this conversation um i think because it is a conversation where you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings because there is that stigma and that stigma is real yeah and it's very easy to expect that your partner feels all those things about sex toys mm-hmm. because that's how society's taught us to think. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's a load of hooey. Mm-hmm. So I think most importantly, like you want, it's got to be with someone that you already feel comfortable with. Um, I'm like, oh, excuse, excuse me. I'm yawning a lot. Excuse you, ma'am. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, first and foremost, everything boils down to the beautiful thing that is communication. And that is just, that's a no brainer. And it's got to be with someone that you feel comfortable talking to and being open with about these things. Um, Because it also is a part of, like, sexuality and oftentimes, like, kinks and things like that involve sex toys. Because sex toys Mm -hmm. are not exclude like, are not exclusively, um... They're not things that just go in your orifices. Yeah, it's not just a vibrator. It's not just a dildo. It's not just a butt plug, anal beads, whatever the fuck you want. Like, it's... I, I personally view sex toys as something that is just in addition to sex that is not the human body mm-hmm. because yeah that reminds me i can buy a riding crop with my fen- my savage fenty membership there you go <laughs> that's a sex toy rihanna sells sex toys guys so go get yourself some rihanna sex toys um that, that's some s&m shit that man truly is chains and whips excite me yep <laughs> I was saying that um, kind of first and foremost starts with, you know, communication and being comfortable with that person. Um, mm-hmm. and that Jesus. If you're already in an insecure relationship, yeah, that's... asking for use of sex toys or exploring that and being vulnerable with that person isn't going to work out because you don't actually want to be vulnerable with that person if they have any if there's a power imbalance yeah which is the way it is yeah date people who want to date you and date people who you want to date and that won't happen yeah 
So with that, um, whatchamacallit. So how do you bring it up? I think. Uh, how do you bring it up? I tried to bring it up a little unsuccessfully this past weekend, actually. Of like trying a different toy or. Yeah. With someone that, and that was with someone that you've been sleeping with for months. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was in a situation where. We were in we were in a limited time situation. Mm-hmm. We had to be places. I was like, "What you're doing is great. I'm really enjoying it. If we wanted to speed this up, I have options." And I didn't want it to become a conversation of like, "Well, you're doing a bad job, and you're not getting me off fast enough." Because that wasn't true. I mean, it was true, but it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. It was. I have brunch reservations at 10 and I need to be there. Yeah. (laughs) And you have to do your own thing. So we need to get this going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so what you're saying is like you were essentially trying to get off quickly. I was trying to get off quickly and I knew that efficiency being the, I, I have the womanizer, mm-hmm. or no, it's not the womanizer, the satisfier. That is the most efficient fucking thing on the planet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've kind of, me personally, I've become a lot more honest um, and just upfront about things. I was actually talking to a certain individual about this yesterday, and they were like, oh my God. they were like, you know, you're, you were just a lot more like straightforward than other people. And I'm like, yeah, because I, kind of know what I want. And so I've had a situation where I was like, I'm on a time crunch. And at the point, I mean, I kind of, it was like prior to us even starting, I was like, listen, we're on a time crunch. We've got like five, 10 minutes. And so, you know, mm-hmm. I, I usually would just be like, I'm going to excuse me. And then I grab it. And, yeah. um, I think, and we've we've definitely done that. This was just an interesting situation where, like, part of my brain was like, I want to do this and let it, like, long, lazy morning sex. Is it, like, so nice? Mm-hmm. But also, like, going and seeing my friends at brunch, also so nice. Why can't I do both? And vibrators would help that. Yeah, and also sometimes you don't want – sometimes, like, you don't want the sex to just last forever. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Taurus bitch. Mm-hmm. I love having sex for hours and hours. <laughs> You're like so uncomfortable saying that on our sex podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about it. I don't know. Like, I'm we discussed astrology last week. I'm very much my horoscope. Yeah. I love a good long sesh. So like pulling vibrators in for efficiency's sake just feels out of character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they are really good for yeah. that. And you are right. Like if you have five, ten minutes, and you're like, let's both feel great yeah. in nine but and I a half. But I also want to say that like I don't generally use it to be just efficient. I use it because I genuinely yeah. have better orgasms. And like, why would mm-hmm. I not want to have the best orgasm I can have when I exactly you know yeah. it exists? Like, yeah, why and it's like it? it doesn't mean that the person is any less good at their job because typically I I mean the way that I use mine it's more of like an ad, it's adjunctive. It's not just if mm-hmm. if I wanted to just get off, I could do that by myself. You know what I mean? Like sex is so much right. in my opinion can be so much more than that. And so there's a lot that goes into it. But yeah, so I want to say mm-hmm. that, you know, it's it's not just for efficiency's sake. So when it comes to like having a new partner, um, someone that you've pro- maybe never had sex with before and, you know, just met, whatever, I usually don't whip out my toys on the first go around. I actually try to have yeah. a conversation. Like if I know I'm going to sleep with someone – I try to have a conversation with them before about just sexuality. And what's good about having this podcast Mm -hmm. is that it opens up that can of worms. So then I can be like, 
what are you into? Like, what are your interests? So that way I know and it's like, okay, I'm not going to fucking ask them the first time that we sleep together to choke me with a belt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to – we'll ease them in. So many of my friends joke joke about that. They're like, oh, you know, you're going to ask him to choke you with a belt? And I'm like – I'm like, for, no, I'm like, yeah, just, we got to ease to the belt, people. Well, you know how, like, when you go out to, like, a restaurant or, like, even, like, when you, you cook something at home, you're not supposed – you're supposed to eat a bite of the food, taste it, and then know how you should season it further. So, like, you get your pad thai and it's – you eat a bite of it and you're like, that's not spicy enough. Then you go and add that extra chili oil. You're not going to, like – blow it up the fuck up with chili oil before touching it that's stupid you don't know what you're getting yourself yeah. into you could get in way too deep you don't know it's this the same rule should apply to sex you should personally i think you should try it out str- straight not or gay as as gay as you want it really <laughs> but try it out plain no chili oil yeah. first ha- definitely have the conversations and open those up but like how compatible are you body yeah. part to body part? How clumsy are you? Does he accidentally, um, I don't know, headbutt you in the middle of sex? That's happened to me. Does he, excuse me, while on top of you get so sweaty that some of his sweat falls in your eye and burns you? I don't know. These are all things that have happened to me. But those are important things to have happen first before you start adding in other accessories. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm going to pour myself another glass of wine because that's how it's going. Um, yeah. So I think I think it's good to kind of, as Katie said, get to know someone bef- like without using any sort of toys just because – with anything, I actually – so I watch – sometimes if I'm struggling to, like, fall asleep or I just need to, like, decompress, I watch ASMR. And the main person that I watch that does ASMR, she talks about how she will, like, lightly touch the people, like, on their arms and their neck and stuff like that to get their body familiar with her touch. And I think that that's really important when it comes to any sort of like intimate act of that. You need to get comfortable with their touch because each person's different. You know, you're going to, when you kiss different people, it's going to feel different. Um, It's going to be different. And Mm -hmm. so it's good to kind of get that foundation of, okay, what is it like to just be with this person? And then when you're talking about sex toys and stuff like that, I mean, I think transparency is like, honesty is the best policy. Transparency is the best policy. If you're like a lot of times, first of all, if you're sleeping with someone and you're a woman and you are sleeping with a man, um, especially cis men, um, and they don't try to get you to finish, Throw that whole – yeah, throw Dump that them. whole man out and get a new one. Um, so – Whole man yeah. removal service. So please. when you have a proper man who wants – an individual who wants to please you. I also – I think because I think from our listeners, they skew younger than us. So people who listen to this, if you are experiencing that type of man and you are under the age of 22 – do know that it gets better. But also throw the whole man out. Because, but throw the whole man out. Don't you're also under the age of 22. Don't go find a 26-year-old. Like I I did that. It was great in college, but like wouldn't recommend it necessarily. True, for but I, everyone. Mean, I was I was 18 and was sleeping with an 18-year-old who knew what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like Right. And like it changed it changes for everyone and everyone's different. But I think earlier in my sexual experience, I had more interactions with dudes that were more concerned about their not than mm-hmm. I, than mine, and it didn't. I didn't get to the point where a man had said to me, "I get off on you getting off." Until I was dating guys over yes. the age of twenty. So that's kind of where I was getting to. Of once you find a partner who is like, it turns me on to see you turned on. They 
I feel like it's already pretty clear that they're open to doing what you like to do. Um, when I, for example, mm-hmm. when I was with Matt, he was like, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't really feel super keen to try. He's like, but if it's something you really want to try and it would turn you on, he's like, I'm willing to like try, you know, he's like, like with anal, he's mm-hmm. like, I don't really have any desire to do it, but if that's something you want to do, we can do it. And I was like, cool. At the time, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it, so it's fine. But, um, yeah. So I think that that's, but it's nice that the yeah. The, so the that's really open. So that's the back door is open. If you will. so, that's the that's the first thing is just being comfortable with someone, and then the next thing is just being like, hey, so you know, this is how I masturbate. Like, this is what I use. Why don't we try to use it here? And I introducing. I feel like there's usually not a problem when you're using the vibrator on yourself or you have them use it because mm-hmm. they get this like sense of power and it's exciting. Um, but it's kind of when you, when you turn those tables and you use that toy on them and they real and like you're, you're showing them that it can be used on them and feel like feel good for them. I have blown some mm-hmm. people's minds. This guy, <laughs> We were hooking up and he came very, very quickly after I started using the vibrator because he was like, I just, it was a sensation beyond what I have felt thus far in my life. And I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. No, it'll freeze. And I was like, it's fucking great. Um, Dude, highly recommend if you have a smaller one, uh, use that in a blowjob. Bring it out and and bring it out in the scope of I want to show you this. I think mm-hmm. it's really sexy, and share yeah. the experience because the more comfortable your partner is with this extra arm, this extra accessory, the more comfortable you're going to be with them. It's all going to be happy, and yeah. everybody's going to get off. Yeah, but yeah, definitely use the vibrator in a way that your partner likes and they'll be way more into it exactly and so um um, and you can always if you're in if you know pretty heavily what you're what you're into off the bat and it's like say you're really deep into the you know the kink sphere and you are really into some like bdsm cool shit which is great um, take it slow. You know, you don't need to rush into anything. Do it like one, one sex toy at a time, yeah. one sex toy dinosaur at a time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Get that on your other arm. One, Just a bunch of vibrators. One sex toy at a time. time. Um, yeah. And then you can also, like, there's so many different vibrators as well. Like I have one that's remote controlled, which is really exciting for some people. Cause they're like, Ooh. Like I can, yeah. I think buying something separately. So like, um, I, I can't speak for all women, but like doing my research, I did see this come up a lot. That like, you kind of like will develop collections based on different partners. If this is something that you're into and you are on a little like mm-hmm. less of the vanilla side, you develop a collection of these items and uh, reusing them on partners is weird. I think we discussed in a previous episode. Uh, how to recycle vibrators and that you can recycle them with electronics, which is important. And I want to call that out again. Mm-hmm. You can recycle them with electronics. But finding a way to bring that in, like, it's weird to be like, yeah, my ex bought this for me. It's super fun. Like, that's a weird conversation to have. I usually if just, it was like, I don't think I've ever been with someone that's like, where did you get this? I don't know. It could come up. But what I'm saying is go out and buy something with the intention of using it with your partner, your, that specific mm-hmm. partner, and with them in mind. Because if you do want to introduce them to this and you want to bring them down this rabbit hole, thinking about them and thinking analytically about – or not like analytically, but like thinking consciously about how you mm-hmm. want to bring them into this fold is important. If they're into a certain thing, they're into a certain thing. Get something that you – get the remote control vibrator because I've never seen a dude that doesn't like to push buttons True. on something and uh, would not would True. not enjoy that. Literally all, all straight dudes and most dudes of other varieties 
would enjoy that. <laughs> and I've wanted one for a really long time. Um, I think go. that might be my Cyber Monday purchase. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think it all just kind of boils down to feeling comfortable with someone, which is really what happens with sex anyway, because it's probably one of the most intimate things that you can do. Yeah, I think when when having that conversation, it's whenever you feel it's right, you don't have to do it right away. You don't have to like be like, here's my sex dungeon. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to anal, like anal sex, I enjoy it. I don't do it very often. And um, it's like cake. Like the indi- <laughs> yeah, and like the individual that I did it with most frequently, like constantly was trying to get me to do it, and it's like no, I don't want to. And they're like, I think you do. And I'm like, no, no I I'm saying do. I don't. Yeah. Like you want to stick it in my ass. I don't want you to stick it in my ass because like my butt is not mentally prepared for your dick yeah. inside of it. But you don't have I was prepared for you. Yeah. And so it's just, it's kind of a similar thing. You know, you'll know what feels right. You'll kind of be in the moment and you'll be like, I think this would be something that I've done too is like, I have blindfolded partners um, with their consent, of course, and key consent is consent important. Consent is key. Um, and then using that because they can't see you, and it adds to the suspense. And that in itself, in and of itself, is a kind of a sex toy, is you know a blindfold. So using that to kind of. So you, it, it helps alleviate some of the anxiety, like if you're going to be using it on them or something like that. Um, and so, and it's like a sensory deprivation thing. So it amplifies typically the other senses, senses include, including touch. So that's a good way to go about it as well. Um, but yeah, just having that conversation, which can be kind of weird and uncomfortable, but it's important to have because you want at the end of the day, like if this is someone that you're really interested in, or if it's just someone that you're like fucking, but if you want to consistently fuck them, like you're going to want to have good sex with mm-hmm. them. So someone, someone who is, wants the like same of having good sex is going to be willing to have that conversation Yeah. in, in my experience. Yeah. And so, and yeah, you don't need to just like unleash your sex beast at once on a person you can kind of take it slow and open them up to whatever you want whenever it feels right unleash your sex beast unleash your sex that's, beast. that's like the title of the show actually yeah maybe i also like uh something i goofy i said earlier but is that all you got that's kind of all i have yeah. I say we give the people a break to listen to an ad and then we come mm-hmm. back with some horror stories as we have stories again. Aren't you proud? Woo! Nice. nice. All right, guys. And we're back with some stories. This is the time and the place and the thing you've all been waiting for. Because this is the 50 First Dates podcast where we tell you about horrible things happening to potentially good people. Welcome. We're back. Did you enjoy that ad? I hope so. (laughs) All right. Amanda, do you want to kick it off or shall I with these tales of sex toys gone horribly wrong. I will kick it off. I know we just told you all of the benefits of sex toys and like how to work them into your sex life and stuff, but it's good to stay grounded. It is. Uh, wow, instead of burps this episode, I'm just yawning left mm, right girl. Okay. My boyfriend and I had always been fairly vanilla with our sex. Of course we have. Save for a few nights where we've role played. I'm a sexy nurse. I'm a student nurse teacher. 
Yeah, I need to pack your craft. <clears throat> anyway, about a year ago, I decided to buy some toys. A vibrating cock ring and a butt plug. That's pretty spicy for a fairly vanilla couple. Yeah. To, ha- to have some fun with. I've never been a fan of butt stuff, but my boyfriend loves it, so I'm always down to go along. We did our thing, played with the toys, and when it was time to clean up, I I pulled the butt plug out and I pooped. Everywhere. All over myself, our bed, pillows, the floor. He turned green and ran out of our bedroom. We laugh about it now, but I still cringe. Well, at least you're still together. At least you're still together also... Did you eat burritos before this? Like, what did you do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't. Pro tip. I mean, I've had, like. Don't do Chipotle within, like, 24 hours of butt plugging it, guys. Don't just. Yeah, don't do, like, Tex-Mex. Don't go to Chili's and and have a romantic evening of anal with your boyfriend. (laughs) I did that once. Um, For Valentine's Day. I ordered a butt plug. There's a lot of butt plug stories in this um, because clearly those are popular. I ordered a butt plug to surprise my boyfriend. The part that stuck outside my butt was a little candy heart shape that said, do me. It was really cute and I was excited. We go to dinner and I'm nervous. So I drink an entire bottle of wine, go upstairs when we get home and just shove it in. When we start having sex, I bend over And he loves it. And everything is going smoothly. Afterwards, I was scared to take it out because I didn't want to shit anywhere. (laughs) We have a theme. A theme. So we got in the shower and I pulled it out. And my butt made this super loud pop like a balloon. My boyfriend loses it and starts laughing at me. And now that's all he remembers about it. I went out of my way to do something special for him and he just talks about this huge uh-huh. I can't do the pop noise. Pop my butt nade. There you go. There you go. That was a small one. There we go. At least your butt didn't Hot. make that noise. No, it did not. Okay. Next up. <laughs> I had recently received a bullet vibrator from my sorority sister that what a true owl, sister owl, owl. and decided to use it and decided to use it one night as foreplay. He was on top of me making out and using the vibrator against my clit. I never close my eyes when kissing. That's fucking That's weird. weird. Shit. So I, what's wrong with you? Who hurt you? So I yeah, so I realized when his eyes got really wide, he stopped kissing me and I kept asking him, "What? Why are you looking at me that way?" <gasps> And he said, your vibrator, it went up your vagina and I can't reach it, which I'm, I'm going to sidebar into a little story about something similar that happened to me, but it was, it was not with a vibrator. It was, it was with something else. (laughs) When I got up to turn on the light, I felt a slight buzz inside me. I started to cry and panic, which is so funny because like, it's a one way like there's no, it doesn't just go through your body, so it, it has to come out. You it know what I mean? Stuck up there it's forever. Called, it's called the Valsalva maneuver, where you bear down and you start using your Kegel exercises. <laughs> but anyway, when I got, a, yeah, I felt the slight buzz. Blah, blah blah blah. But he said he was going to make sure he got it out. How nice! How nice. He kept fingering me really rough. He was he was digging for it. He wasn't fingering. Yeah, me, trying. Trying to reach for it, but only shoved it further. Oh, no. I I tried squatting. I put my leg up on a desk and tried to reach for it myself. After 20 minutes, I decided I needed to go to the hospital. But then he told me to lie down and he would take care of it. He turned on his iPhone flashlight and had me lay in the birthing position with my legs as close to my ears as possible. I put a pillow over my face and tried to make a pushing motion as he reached in Full fist, and then voila! Congratulations on your out. fisting and the birth of your first vibrator. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. I mean, that's hilarious. Um, so my story was yeah. not that. So okay, 
you know, it's always good to try new things. Yes. Um, we're all about the work 50 Worst States podcast. Yes. Sometimes they don't work out as planned. An individual was using a cold strawberry. I didn't know I was blindfolded. Mm. So I thought it was like – it felt like ice because it was – I think he like put water on it. So it was like wet and cold. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. And then he like put it inside of me. Which I don't – maybe he wanted to, like, get my lady juices on it. I don't know. But I was like, I don't understand this. And then I just hear him go, like, where'd you go to it? Uh, Like, he's like – and then I was like, where'd you go? And then then, so, so I said, you know, like, it's ice. It'll melt. I'm like it's cold, but like it's it's just gonna melt. Like if you can't get it out, it's fine. And he was like, "That was a strawberry." Oh no! And I'm like, "You put a whole ass strawberry up my vagina." What if you were allergic to strawberries? How much worse would that be? This is the same motherfucker who tried to lube me up with butter. So I should have known. Yeah, I should have known. A food kink, man. Um. So yeah. It's it's definitely not fun, but we I didn't have to like fucking give birth to the strawberries, so that was good. <laughs> no birth giving, thank goodness. Oh no, oh no. I'm gonna tell our last tale, which does hit me in places for reasons. I was dating this guy who lived in another city about an hour away from me, and he traveled a lot for work. Needless to say, a lot of our sex involved FaceTime. One day I was visiting him and he pulled out a gift for me. He had gotten me a mold of his penis and turned it into a dildo complete with his name engraved on the balls. (laughs) To this day, I can't decide if that's romantic or weird or some strange combination of both. I would love to have something like that and I would frame it. I wouldn't use it. That's the thing. It would just literally be in my bedroom. It would be a trophy like the virginities. <laughs> like I would hang it on the wall. It would sit there as a trophy of my seductiveness. Yeah, I would put it alongside like all the virginities that I've taken, yeah. you know? God, guys, our sex dungeons are so cool. They have taxidermied virginities, dildo molds, just crazy stuff. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And those are our tales. We do still have a listener mail, but those are our tales. I do want to close out with a, a quick awareness plug. Of the mm-hmm. sales you should be aware of shopping for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. According to last year and a Refinery29 article that I found about it, Lilo did 50% off, and that's a really good deal because their things are very expensive, and they have really, really nice condoms. If you are a a person who dries out quickly um, or has any kind of skin sensitivity, they have really, really nice condoms. They are very expensive. They are at Target, but this way you can buy them for 50% off and get yourself something nice. Mm-hmm. We Vibe did 20% off site-wide last year, and they have the, like, app-based remote control toys. So that would be mm-hmm. the going to the show with vibrating panties people. Babeland did 25% off with a free gift of, like, once you spent, like, 60 bucks, which, like, truly isn't that hard. Um, that included the Enjoy Wand, which is one of my favorite things. It's um, stainless steel and... Honestly, dude, just look it up somewhere and find a video and you'll be like, holy shit, I didn't know that was possible. And it is. Love Honey did 50% off, which included the Womanizer and the Broad City merch. So Broad City has a line of dildos and vibrators and other sex paraphernalia, first of all. (laughs) If you want quotes from Abby and Alana on your vibrator, they have it. And they also have the Womanizer, which is a highly, highly recommended brand of uh like clit stimulation stuff and then adam and eve literally always has a sale they're always like buy one get one 50 off they should be about 50 off sale prices um for black friday and then they throw in a bunch of free stuff so go out there get your deal don't do it at work like wait until you get home from work ideally because that'd be weird but like sit on your couch buy yourself something nice have a glass of wine and just imagine the orgasms that are to come. <clears throat> yeah. 
That's my plug. That's that's my that's my learning moment of the day. Beautiful. I love a good deal. Yes. So I guess we'll go into our listener mail and then we'll close out with our happy endings. Yeah, baby. Beautiful. So this listener mail is from someone near and dear to my heart and soul. Um to be honest, I don't think he's ever listened to an episode of the podcast because he's a piece of shit and I hate him. Just I'm kidding. glad he submitted something, though. He follows us on Instagram, which you all should do. Yeah. Um, he probably marks us as played, at least. That's all that matters. True. So anyway, uh, I don't want to use his name because, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we also went to high school with them. And for a moment when I saw this, I thought it was going to be about me. And then I was like, wait a minute. I know. It's, it's, it's obviously not. not. T-God, like, it's not. <laughs> I'm just that narcissistic. Okay. Had a crush on a girl in high school. I actually know this story. He told it to me once and I fucking died. Had a crush on a girl in high school. We grew apart but recognized each other on Tinder a few years later. We got to talking and decided to go on a date. 20 minutes into the date, she puked all over the side of my car. She opened the window and hurled while we were in the highway. Better, I mean, which is better than inside the car. Right. It was late at night and about 15 degrees, so I had to either take her back home. She said she was fine and wanted to continue the date. That's disgusting. Or pretend like it wasn't there, continue with the date, and clean it later. No. It was all over. It froze (laughs) all along the passenger side of the car. Gross. And it also turns out she never got past the weird socially awkward high school phase so two out of ten date would not date again i would rate that like a negative 20 out of 10 so yeah just being nice. any date that involves copious cleanup of your vehicle probably not a good date just like throwing that yeah. one out there yeah 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 well i'm sorry about that i really want to know who, who wait who was the date with um i can't remember her name oh, no. but it's someone that we don't like I'm sure. Like, fuck that chick. Yeah. But I want to say my happy ending because I'm really fucking stoked about it. Yes. Tell me your happy ending. So my happy ending is that Disney Plus came out and my mom, of course, got it. And I was really stoked about it because, A, I love Disney and Disney controls pretty much everything. But... Something that I have wondered about for years is finally going to be readily available to me, and that is the Little Mermaid TV show that I watched. Yes, I remember and, that. Yeah, and she has like the male, the merman friend, and then the friend who is deaf. Yes. Oh my god, I yes. didn't know that was going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, so it's going to be on Disney Plus, and or at least I'm pretty sure. I'm like looking right now and I will straight up cry. Understated so, Well, at least all all three of the Little Mermaid movies are on it. Oh, oh my god, maybe. including the one with Ursula's skinny sister. Absolutely, that's Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea, baby. Uh, yeah. Anyone who knows me knows that Little Mermaid is my favorite uh movie of all time. You know what else that means? The Beauty and the Beast Christmas special will be readily available. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck me up. I, Belle was always my favorite because she was not royal born and she was intelligent, even though Emma Watson made her look kind of like a stuck-up bitch. Um, but I love her. And she's a brunette with brown eyes. So it's like, we're still alike. Yeah. We're still alike. Also, fun fact, someone just asked me if I was going to talk about them on the podcast. How cute that they think that they're worth it. Can I pivot from happy ending to uh, PSA? Yeah. I don't, like, I don't have a particular – my life is terrible right now. It's fine. Impossible. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just hyped. PSA, if you think you're going to end up on the podcast and you ask me if you're going to end up on the podcast, I will put you on the podcast. Because I'll talk about you. I had a person. So I do Christmas cards every year. And they are literally just an assortment of pictures of me. Because I am a narcissistic, crazy person. And I put it on Instagram. Like, ha ha. If you want a Christmas card, send me your address. This guy I went on one date with. Who 
later slid into my DMs and was like, am I on the podcast? Is that why we only had one date? Was it that bad? I'm like, no, I just didn't want to date you. Uh, sent me his address, which is coincidentally his parents' house in the suburbs. Hmm. So you want me, a person that you hung out with for two hours, one time, and kind of like stuck your tongue down my throat? Uh, you want me to send you a Christmas card that you're going to hang on your mother's refrigerator? <laughs> no. Oh, it's that guy. Yeah. Yes. He was he, he was uh, part two of the doubleheader Sunday of dates, and he did not win out. No. So, motherfucker, you're not getting a Christmas card. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, we met once. Yeah. So, on that note, if you would like to submit your own worst date, horror story, sex mishap, boner boner. Or get my Christmas card. Or get Katie's Christmas card. Feel free to submit named or anonymous stories or addresses to 50 yeah. Worst Dates Podcast at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at 50 Worst Dates Pod on Instagram. My personal is Pikachu18. And mine is Katie Coyle27. If you think we're valid sources for advice, which we obviously are, mm-hmm. and want to ask us questions, which you obviously do, we will also take those emails and DMs. Beautiful. Our goal is to base future episodes after stories that are not our own because we have not been on that many bad dates, thank God. If you love our music, it's from bensound.com. And if you love our cover art, it is by Tori Scranton. You can find her at T Scranton Art on Instagram and Etsy. She does take commissions and Christmas is coming up. So highly recommend. Winter is here. So I'm but I'm gonna go because I'm a sleepy goose and I'm a sleepy lady. Also, the world according to Jeff Goldblum is on Disney Plus, so I'm gonna watch this National Geographic documentary tomorrow and lose my back. My lover. Good night from the Jeff Goldblum fan podcast. Good night. Does he go to therapy? I bet you he, he does. He probably to does, to be honest. Men who go to therapy are so much hotter than any other men. <laughs> you could be a rumble stilt skin ugly motherfucker, but the second you tell me, well, my therapist said, I'm like, holy shit, where did my panties go? <laughs> you can be a rumble stilt skin ugly motherfucker, but as soon as you say the words, well, my therapist told me. <laughs> Where did my panties go? I can't fucking breathe. Show me the lie. Do you want to hear my funny story? Do you want to hear your funny story? So this weekend went to my friend's birthday and about... July-ish went to her housewarming party where, like, I forgot that she is very much like me and she has lots of smaller groups of friends from different parts of her life. Mm -hmm. So she has her high school friends, which you are, and she has her college friends, which I am, and, like, to her. And she has her boyfriend's old roommate's friends and stuff like that. So moved in with her boyfriend, had that, had my... Early, early in the process, gentleman caller joined me at said party, and there was this girl who kept hitting on him, like, really, really hard. Oh, you told me this. And that great. Yes. So this girl kept hitting on him really, really hard, and he was absolutely oblivious to it at the time. And I, like, told him, like, the next day, I was like, yeah, that girl was hitting on you super hard. It was really funny, but it really kind of pissed me off. And he's like, wait, what? Because he's clueless. And then fast forward to this past weekend, same group of people. He shows up late to this party. I, like, go get him at the door of the bar thing that we're at. We're hold. we make out a little bit. We're holding hands. We go to the bar. This girl is at the bar. And she, like, looks at me and looks at him and looks at me again. 
and then kind of disappears. And I don't really think a lot about it until we go back to like where everybody else is. And it's a karaoke room. It's real like it's a big room for a karaoke room, but it is a small room. It is crowded. It is full of sweaty people who have been jamming out to karaoke for three hours. It's loud as shit. So we get in this room. There's like nowhere to move beyond the door. There's a crowd of people. And I am holding his hand. Somehow I'm holding his hand where he has his right hand free. She beelines to him, says, oh, hi, don't you remember me? I'm blah, blah, blah. How are you doing? And like starts heavily hitting on him and shakes his hand and lingers on it. Well, I am literally holding his other hand. The gall of this woman was incredible. And I will give it to her that she has balls, but she did not get dicked down that evening. I did. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Welcome to the show. This is the 50 Worst Dates podcast where we talk about how some women just have the biggest of balls. Yeah. I mean, and props to the women who do. I'm normally not that girl. So like, good for you, girl. Get it. Except not when I'm literally right there. Like holding his hand. Like just wait until I'm not there. (laughs) How kind of you. Sharing is caring, right? Sharing is caring. Like just, you look weird. (laughs) The handshake linger was the best part. It was like two big like shakes and then I could literally see her kind of pull her him closer to her, which then brought me closer to her because I was holding his hand. Uh, it was so badly done. Yeah. If you're going to hit on a boy that's out with another girl, you get him away from that other girl. Yeah, that seems like the smartest, Dummy. The smartest option. Dummy. Hello. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Who are we? Uh, that's Katie Coyle. And that's Amanda Peacock. And today we're talking about things that aren't my weekend drama, actually. I know that's really surprising for all of you, but it is true. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are we talking about today, Amanda? We are talking about sex toys. Let's talk about sex, sex baby. toys. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good and the bad things that Let's talk about sex. Katie always just has to bring it to like a theatrical level, and it's I love theatrics. I love them. You do, you do, you do. Guys, this week we're actually not just talking about the sex. We're talking about sex toys. Yeah. Because Black Friday and Cyber Monday are upon us. It is time for you. If you want to beat down the doors on Black Friday of your sex shop of choice, like I won't stop you. But I would honestly recommend Cyber Monday sales because that's a little more subtle and you don't have to leave your couch. Yes. Because it's time to start shopping for your friends and your family for Christmas, but also you should treat yourself. And we want to talk about how best to treat yourself. Yes. Yeah. So we, I mean, sex is great. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably have it. Uh, Yeah. And if you don't, that's great. You're still welcome here. Um, Yeah. But sex toys are awesome and in my opinion can often be like I almost just want to have a vibrator with me at all times for sex but a part of me is like a a part of like sometimes I just always want to have a vibrator with me during sex because it just makes it better and Mm -hmm. then a part of it ups the yeah, and then every time. The other part of me is like, no, like you want to be able to, I don't know why there's like this pressure that I need to be able to get myself off without a vibrator. And I'm like, if a vibrator does the job and does the job well, let's not, let's not make this mm-hmm. complicated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and I yeah. feel like, especially if you are having 
like penetrative sex as well. Um, the like for men, it could it would probably feel really good to feel like the vibration. So like, why wouldn't you want it? Uh, I highly recommend using your your personal items on your oh, partner with a penis, man. They they will be weird about it at first, and then they'll figure out that it's a really fucking good time. There was a cut there, because you guys don't get to hear all the details of our lives. Uh, but, yeah, sometimes you just want to bring a vibrator into the business. Sometimes you want... You want it, your partner wants it, you want your partner to want it, whatever it is, however it goes. This week we're talking about treating yourself and your lady bits or your man parts or your preferred gender items because tis the damn season and we're all here to have a good time. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about sex toys and the stigma behind it and how to get your partner to be into it. We have some horror stories because last week I feel like really lacked horror stories because it was a weird specific thing that I mm-hmm. couldn't find tales from. And then we also have some recommendations and some directions of where some of the best deals should be for the Ooh. holiday. Which is that's, that's entirely Let's get started. territory. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a thrifty bitch. I love a good deal. Black Friday is like my season. I am moving my money around properly so I can buy as much as I want over Black Friday. It's obscene. I love Black Friday. Holy shit, I love Black Friday. Just love, but we'll talk about that later. I love shopping. And so we get to shop with like heavy so sales. Excited. Then, yeah. We're going to take a break and I'm going to think about shopping with. Deep, deep Mm. discounts. 